0: From MPB Think Radio, this is Deep South Dining. It's the show all about the culture of Southern flavor. Kevin Farrell here with Deborah Hunter from Cooking with Honey and Friends. For those who haven't visited the Mississippi Gulf Coast, you might not realize that it's become a destination for some of the freshest and most delicious seafood in the country. From the Mississippi Seafood Trail, we'll talk to Mike Cashin about the trail and the one of the kind dishes found on it. And speaking of of one-of-a-kind dishes, the Mississippi State Fair starts this week, so we'll talk about your favorite fair foods and how you might could make some of them at home. Share your comments with us this morning. The number is one mpb ring Our phone number is one 672 7464 Or email the show food at mpbonline.org. You're listening to Deep South Dining from MPB Think Radio.
1: This is an MPB Think Radio podcast. To hear previous shows, visit mpbonline.org or download the MPB Public Radio app to listen on your iPhone or Android phone on demand.
0: Welcome back to Deep South Dining on MPB Think Radio. Kevin Farrell here with Deborah Hunter from Cooking with Honey and Friends. A slight change uh, in the program this morning. We were going to be speaking with uh, Mike Cashin of the Mississippi Seafood Trail, uh, but uh, President Trump is expected to address the nation about 9.30, so we will join that address. And because it's a shortened show, we wanted to give Mike a full chance to talk about the great seafood on the Mississippi Gulf Coast, so we will reschedule his visit for another time. Bo, though, in the first part of this program, before we go to NPR and the coverage of the president's speech, uh, we can talk about the Mississippi State Fair that's coming up this week and uh, some of the uh, fun things that you can eat at the fair, maybe your favorite uh, food to eat at the Mississippi State Fair. So good morning, Deborah. Hope that you had a good weekend.
2: Good morning, Kevin. I had an amazing weekend. Um, I woke up this morning and um, just kind of took a deep breath, and I had a really incredible thought. It was like, you know... um, I am convinced now more than ever, it's important, you know, for us to love each other and, um, you know, to take care of our neighbors and to celebrate each other. And speaking of celebrating, happy birthday again. (laughs) And uh, I wanted to love on you a little bit and tell you how much I appreciate you always. So look, Kevin, I stayed up all night (laughs) (laughs) sweating and my little fairies. You know, we worked all night to make you this wonderful birthday cake. So. Just know that I love you.
0: Thank you. It's uh, delicious. And we were chatting before we came on the line. That uh, This makes now my third birthday cake. Uh, You made one for me. My coworkers uh, celebrated with me and another, um, uh, Teresa Collier, who had an early birthday in September. And I ordered uh, my favorite kind of cake, a German chocolate cake from a local bakery here. So I've been working on that, Uh, trying not to take uh, too big of a slice at each time. But I do need to eat the cake before it gets too stale. So it's... uh, (laughs) But this is really nice, and it's uh, fond- fondant is uh, an interesting thing. I see it a lot on the Food Network and cooking shows and that sort of thing. So. Tell us uh, first about the cake and then uh, about what exactly fondant
2: is. Well, of course, I remember that you liked chocolate cake and Mm -hmm. particularly German chocolate cake. But what I did was, Kevin, I took the chocolate base and it's super moist and it's super rich. It actually has a little bit of coffee in the cake itself. So Mm -hmm. it gives it a really wonderful flavor. In the center, you have a cream cheese and strawberry jam canache. So you got this mixture of you know, amazing flavors that just kind of burst in your mouth, and it's and it, this cake looks like a party, by the way. Yeah,
0: it does. It's really, really attractive. I love the outside of it. Nice. uh Would say some. What color is that? Sort of a. um <laughs> it's, it's a, a, a hot sh- strawberryish yeah. uh, with yellow. I mean, it just looks really nice.
2: I had a lot of fun making this cake, Kevin. Actually, this was my first time making a homemade fondant. And I and I wanted everything about this cake to tell you just how much I loved you. So uh, we made the fondant. And, of course, it's really, really simple to make. Um, it's uh, just simply taking uh, some uh, sweet condensed milk and sugar and, you know, melting it down, adding a little gelatin, a uh, non-flavored gelatin in it. Um, you know, you want to make sure you don't burn your uh, mixture as you're stirring it over, the, you know, so I keep the uh, heat very low. And then, Kevin, uh, once uh, the sweet condensed milk and sugar has melted together, we add in uh, some white chocolate and just slowly stir it in just a little bit of food color. And you can take this uh, from a traditional fondant to that really beautiful, shiny, you know, glaze that everybody's excited about now. So I ended up somewhere in the middle. So if I had to judge myself today, you know, from five to ten, I'd give myself a three. I mean, you know, I'm still learning. It was it was okay. But I just wanted, again, to tell you just how much I appreciate you, and I love you, and many, many more happy birthdays to you.
0: Well, thank you. And like I said, it really uh, – it is amazing that the the texture, uh, the appearance that the fondant gives it is very smooth. And, and the cake was – the first bite I took was just so moist and uh, delicious as always. Uh, I do have one question for you, though. I was doing a Blue Apron thing this weekend, and this is for the the second time in the last couple of months. It calls for shaving the corn off a cob. Mm -hmm. And I have such trouble in that when I'm trying to do that, it seems like I'm bursting the kernels and I'm getting corn juice sprayed all over the kitchen more than I'm getting the kernels off of the cob. So do you have any tips for slicing corn off of a cob?
2: Yes, you go to Kroger's and you get a bag of corn that's already been. <laughs> <laughs> Listen, Kevin, that's part of the, the you know the fun of it. But usually when I'm doing that, I'm using my kitchen sink. Mm-hmm. So you know you kind of create that well space. Make sure your knife is really really sharp, and that you hold the corn uh, with the narrow side being uh, pointed up. So you got the base from the bottom, hold it flat, and then just move downward, the downward motions with a really sharp knife. Speaking of sharp knives, hey, Jim, if you're listening this morning, thank you for sharpening my knives. (laughs) But yes, that's that's one of the techniques that I use. But, you know, that's the kind of – you get that really milky, wonderful thing that comes out of corn. I think it's some kind of beauty agent, so i just dab a little <laughs> bit under my eyes, Kevin, and it's just fantastic.
0: Well, uh, this time around, and I think it might have been the fork uh, – of uh, the fork, the, the knife, <laughs> because uh, I had a little bit more success than the last time I tried it. And I think the other thing is I guess I'm a little too worried about getting part of the cob in there. So I think you can really get closer to the – cob when you start slicing down then maybe you think and it'll come off of there but uh, the other thing the funny the other thing was um <clears throat> the last time i did it before this time was uh it, you did that and so you were supposed to preheat your some olive oil in your pan well i did that and apparently got it too hot because i once i put the corn in it actually started popping as if it was popcorn and i'm like i don't think that's what they wanted me to do so uh, but it turned out good i had uh, one uh, recipe i had this week was the um Uh, It was a beef, a spicy beef thing, so it had uh, some beef in there and some peppers and a hoisin sauce Mm. and some wonton noodles. And then uh, the corn was, uh, it was a pasta, so spaghetti with uh, tomatoes and corn and some garlic in there and some pesto uh, and it turned out to be really, really good. So
2: That sounds yummy.
0: Again, if, uh, if you're interested in, in sort of trying to uh, expand your, uh, your kitchen abilities and, and your food palette and that sort of thing, uh, Blue Apron or any of the other ones, I don't want to you know, pr- promote one over the other, but those uh, kind of where they send you the, the food in a box thing, I, t- to me it's a lot of fun. The, the food is good, and it really does uh, help you improve your, your cooking techniques. So, um, we're, like I said, we've got kind of a shorter show today due to the president going to address the nation here at about 930 uh, this morning. Let's go ahead and take our first break. When we get back, we've got some open phone lines for you. Let's talk about the Mississippi State Fair. What's your favorite thing to eat? Uh, if you go to the state fair and, you know, they're not only the state fair here uh, in Jackson, but there are also fairs throughout the Mississippi uh, this time of year. So what's your favorite fair food? Give us a call at one eight seven seven mpb ring Our phone number is 1-877-672-7464. Back with more after this.
3: An evening of jazz can be just what the doctor ordered. Join me, Meredith Michelle, with WJSU's Evening Jazz, 7 to 10 weeknights on MPB Music Radio.
1: Music Radio is classical music, but much more. You can hear jazz, folk and bluegrass, and of course, Mississippi's own the blues. And music is featured on shows like a Prairie Home Companion and the Mississippi Arts Hour. Access Music Radio online at mpbonline.org, via the MPB app, or with an HD radio receiver. Music all day, every day on MPB's Music Radio. You're listening to Deep South Dining on MPB Think Radio. To call the show, dial 1-877-MPB-RING. That's 877-672-7464 or email food at mpbonline.org. This is MPB Think Radio.
0: Welcome back. This is Deep South Dining on MPB Think Radio. Kevin Farrell here with Deborah Hunter from Cooking with Honey and Friends. President Trump will address the nation at about 9.30 this morning, so we've got a shorter version of the show today. So we're going to be talking between now and then about the Mississippi State Fair and some of the food uh, that you can find at the fair. What's your favorite fair food? And again, not just necessarily the Mississippi State Fair, but there are fairs taking place all around Mississippi this time of year. So when you go to the fair, what do you like to eat? You know, it's certainly not um, not a place to get the most healthy of food, but there are uh, some staples there that uh, there are every year, and then it seems like there are new crazy sounding things to try at the fair each year as well so let's start off deborah what's one of the things that you like to eat at the fair
2: believe it or not kevin i'm not the kid that's running the concession stands i want to get on the rides (laughs) and the and the crazier the rides are my my little kid that little 12 year old girl is screaming and trying to get in line and get tickets but if i had to just have the one thing at the fair that i've got to have before i leave I want uh, Kevin those little crispy biscuits that you get when you first walk into the the main gate. Mm-hmm. Oh my gosh!
0: And the- it's free too. That's the good thing about that.
2: Well, that's probably why.
0: <laughs> <laughs> you know, I like to go at lunchtime because again, you can get in for free, and uh, and uh, you know, it's it, that's the the great time to eat some of the food there. But one of the other things that I like <clears throat> is to watch them make the cinnamon rolls because. It's just amazing the way they, you know, they roll out the dough, they put the cinnamon in there, they chop the butter up. And I don't know why, but to me it's just so fascinating. I could sit there and just for like 20 minutes watch them actually make. And if you get one of those cinnamon rolls, which I love, that's, that can feed a, a, an army because those things are so huge. <laughs> they
2: are super, super huge. That's,
0: that's something you would definitely want to share uh, with, uh, with folks that you go with uh, to the State Fair. The other thing I'll ask is this. We here in central Mississippi, it's easy to get to the Mississippi State Fair, and I'm wondering if you are listening from another part of the state, is this something that you kind of make a trip of? Is it something, maybe a family trip that you do each year, uh, or do you wait and, and have a fair that comes to your part of the state as well? So just curious just to see how, how far and how willing folks are uh, to travel to Jackson uh, for the f- state fair each year.
2: Now, it's really crazy, Kevin, because I've actually not just met people at the fair from all over the state, But from other states, you know, riding over to visit the Mississippi State Fair, it really is a lot of fun. It's a ton of wonderful people. And, you know, it's all the bells and whistles. So Mm -hmm. it's quite amazing. Uh,
0: One of the other things that I like to do at the State Fair does not involve, well, somewhat involves eating, but the egg board has a a (laughs) thing in the, um, the trademark, you know, a display. And so every year I like to have my picture made in the egg chair and I have got like I think I'm on maybe eight years in a row here that I've done that. So every year I go to the state fair, get something to eat, but then we got to go to the trademark and I uh, get my picture taken in the egg chair.
2: So does that mean you're an egghead?
0: It means I'm <laughs> excellent.
2: <laughs> excellent. I love it.
0: All right, let's go to the phone. So let's start off in Osaka. Kathleen on the line. Good morning, Kathleen.
2: Good morning. Well, good
4: morning. Good morning. Good morning. Listen, I've got a tip for Kevin. All right. When you don't want to. Shuck the corn with a knife. I'm going to try to mail you a list of some catalogs that have odd and unusual kitchen appliances. You can put them on your web. But there is like a mandolin with a box underneath and you just put this flat piece with like a L shape with the L shape to the back and you rub it down, roll it back and rub it down and the little blade that sticks up takes off the corn exactly. Oh, wow. I don't know what they call it except for a mandolin, but Mm -hmm. it's built with a box in uh, the bottom to keep all the juices. They also have a cherry splitter. You can put a handful of cherries in this little kind of um, funnel, so to speak, and they roll down this um, little row, and you push the handle forward, and it splits the cherries, puts the seed out to the side, and the flesh goes to the bottom. Wow. So if you're making a homemade cherry pie or pies for some occasion for your church or whatever, that's the way to go. And by the way, my favorite food at the fair... Is everything. (laughs) I can't help it. It's just an adventure. I feel like a wild hunter in Pike County. (laughs) I will try anything. But uh, it's the only time I can get away with that because I don't do that at the house. But it's interesting and I've learned a lot. Enjoy your show. All right. Have a good day. Thanks, Thanks, Kathleen. Thanks, Kathleen.
0: Let's stay on the phone lines. Next, we will go to Meridian. Mark has called in today. Good morning, Mark.
2: Hey, Mark. Good morning.
0: Good morning, Kevin. Um, it's good to hear from you all this morning. Uh, Thanks. Here, another tip on the, on
3: corn. We had a
0: really upper point this year
3: and uh, had kind of
0: experimented around. Um, we found that, like you, the raw corn, you try and cut it through there, it splatters all over the kitchen, mm-hmm. get the white film over everything. Um, if you parboil the corn just really shortly, okay. before you cut it off, it doesn't spray everywhere. All wow. right. I, I can see that. Yeah. It probably firms up the kernel just a little bit just enough to keep from from waning and my favorite fair food was the chicken on a stick. Oh yeah, oh. that's a big one. All right. Hey Mark, thanks for the call thanks, and the Mark. tip. Uh, that's certainly one that I think uh, based on the lines uh that they're always long there, but that's uh, another one and I love those <clears throat> the pickles and the onions that come along with it, but those uh. are that's certainly I think one of uh, uh, a, a lot of people, a favorite food would be the, the chicken on a stick. So you're listening to Deep South Dining. We're talking today in a truncated version of the show about your favorite fair food, as we anticipate uh, President uh, Donald Trump ad- addressing the nation at around 930 this morning. Still time, though, for you to work in at one eight seven seven mpb ring one eight seven seven six seven two seven four six four. 672 7464 What's your favorite thing to eat at the State Fair? Mikey's on the line from Mobile. Good morning, Mikey.
2: Hey, Mikey. Hi. Good morning, good morning, Miss Honey. Good morning, and sweetheart. Mr. Kevin.
5: Um, uh, okay, the corn cob thing—the tip that I've got, which is—it's it's not really a tip. I'm sure Miss Honey has already informed you of this, um, Kevin. Is uh, if, if you cut the corn off a little too short, if you're lucky enough to have—first of all, she's right. Just go to the store and buy. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, that's—that's that's, you know, unless—but if you're lucky enough to have a whole bunch of homegrown. That you don't, you know, you want to make maximize the the gift of that. Um, once you, if you, and you cut the kernels off too short because you're in, you know, you don't know yet. But uh, but even if you haven't cut them too short, there's a lot of flavor in those corn cobs. So turn the knife around and use the back of it and scrape down, scrape down the cob, and you'll be amazed at what you get out of it. Moreover, if you cook the cobs, you can get a really great broth for making all sorts of things from, oh, grits to, you know, tamales to, you know, I mean, anything that goes good with corn juice in it, that's going to (laughs) be a wee baby, huh? Oh, yeah, that's Uh, a good idea. And um, my favorite fair food, by the way, is the old basic cotton candy because it's something i would never ever make at home all right mikey glad
0: to hear from you yeah that's uh i uh, had some at a baseball game in st louis a couple years ago and uh actually you know uh, my whole childhood i had heard of cotton candy but never really had had tried any the only thing uh, that i'll say about cotton candy is does you know get your fingers a little bit sticky there so if someone could invent like some tweezers actually i think i did see that (laughs) Not only for cotton candy, but for like Cheetos, you know, to keep the, the orange things off your So some some tweezers there where you can oh, pluck th- the uh,
2: <clears throat> Now that's what you call being persnickety, Kevin <laughs> 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 But look, when you were talking about ca- cotton candy, I think Java would really appreciate that There was a song that came to my mind immediately, you know And it, and all i got to say is the first verse is cotton candy, Kevin <laughs>
0: <laughs> We've got uh, Frank on the line from Jackson Good morning, Frank
2: Hey, morning. oh um, wow! Is this our Frank? Good morning. I miss you. Miss yes, honey, do you have a
3: catchphrase?
2: Do I have a catchphrase? Absolutely. It's called Mississippi Good. Uh, I have a better one for you. Okay. Right. I'm a happy girl. Yes, I am all the time. <laughs> <laughs> I get,
5: I get to chill.
2: I wish I could bottle it up and just give it to everybody. You know, one of the things I say, Frank, along with great food, happiness is a choice, you know, and my life is not perfect. Um, You know, people are always saying, why are you always laughing and smiling all the time? Because it's free and I don't want to do Botox. Okay.
0: (laughs) Okay. Girl, Have a great morning. All right. (laughs) Frank, thanks for calling. We've got some open phone lines and a couple of minutes left in the show. We're not sure exactly when we'll be going to uh, President Trump's address, but sometime around 930. Uh, so we're talking about things that you like to eat at the Mississippi State Fair. Give us a call at one eight seven seven mpb ring Our phone number is one eight seven seven six seven two seven four six four. 672 7464 You can always email the show food at org. <clears throat> one of the things that I like in the kind of the dessert area, which I guess is not all of it, but a lot of the food there, are those uh, deep fried Oreos.
2: I was just about to mention the deep-fried stuff, Kevin. I think I was done when they deep-fried the sneaker bar.
0: <laughs> well, see, now that's interesting because I've tried several of them. To me, the deep-fried Snickers bar was not good because the the nougat and the caramel in there got way too sticky and hard yeah. when it when they fried it. And also, I remember the first time I got it, I bit into it. And it pulled all the 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 fried part off and all the chocolate off of the stick, and I was left with the with the candy center and so it was a complete disaster uh the deep fried twinkie I liked, but boy the the <laughs> cream in the twinkie gets to be extremely hot, and yeah. so I nearly burned my mouth open and so then uh the I like Oreos and to me again, the frying really softens up the cookie oreo and and just heats up the cream just a little bit. Uh, sometimes they put way too much powdered sugar on it, and, and don't ever ask them to put any chocolate sauce. I, I think it's almost like they're kind of stuck in this job where they're at the fair all day, so they kind of take it out on people by just <laughs> overloading. Because uh, our colleague Jay White and I went uh, one year, we went for lunch, the group from work, and they drowned his Oreos in in uh, chocolate sauce. I,
2: I- that whole idea that the fair is very whimsical. It's about childhood experiences. It's um, Willy Wonka and the Chocolate Factory kind of, you know, you're looking for the little Oompa Loompa people to come out. It's just, you know, the fair is just, it's a lot of fun. So I think sometimes maybe the idea is to take people back to their childhood. For me, again, that's one of the reasons why I don't eat a lot of stuff because I want to ride. And if you eat all that sweet, yummy stuff, and something is spinning you around god forbid you're the person that's standing underneath me right well like i said
0: that's why i get to eat as much as i want because i don't like i mean i don't dislike the rides but i'm there uh because again we usually go at lunchtime so i'm there for the food uh and i will pass on the uh the uh suspectly put together uh roller coasters and such that are on there i'm the
2: crazy grandmom that's screaming go
0: faster Uh, Cheryl has called in this morning with a favorite fair food. Cheryl, good morning.
2: Good morning, good morning. Cheryl. Good morning. Go.
0: Yes, go ahead. Let
2: me tell you,
4: every time I go to the Mississippi State Fair, I always go and get that grilled corn, that fresh grilled oh. corn,
0: dipped mm-hmm.
4: dip and that butter. Hands down, that is the best stuff.
0: I agree with you, Cheryl. I, I know got that's, excited that's that's, that's yeah. Say that. <laughs> that is so good. Thanks for calling in. Great uh, mention there, and it's funny again, as you might have guessed with the with the uh, cotton candy. I don't I, when I eat. I don't like getting messy fingers, and and especially at the fair where you don't have a chance to you know. Uh, there's no napkin or whatever. I'll just
2: be a kid. <clears throat> well, what I think.
0: <laughs> So for years, I was like, well, I like corn on the cob, but it's too messy to eat. And I finally decided I would go ahead and eat some. And that corn, that grilled corn there really is amazingly good. And that's another one because, you, you know, the lines are often long there. Uh, so that's good. And that's a staple of the fair. You know, they're there every year.
2: It's funny. You know, you see grown men with like um, two corn and cobs in this hand, you know, and you've got the corn in this hand and some kid tied around his back. <laughs> I love it. It's just absolutely yeah. exciting. And my grandbaby really loves to go with me because I'm going to, again, be the rider. And I just think, you know, being a big kid, everybody needs to just kind of take a break and go back to those places sometimes. So I hope to see some of y'all at the fair this year.
0: Uh, one of my other favorite places is the beef board usually has. Uh, booth there, and um, I've had a uh, ribeye sandwich, which was really good, but one year, they do something called, um, I don't know what they call it, but it's basically, it looks like an ice cream sundae, but the ice cream is mashed potatoes, and they put gravy on it, and it's amazing because it's really, really tasty, but when you look at it, it looks exactly like ice cream, so very clever uh, there by the folks at the Beef Board in that booth. Uh,
2: and right next door to that booth is is uh, one of those Wrigley believe it or not kind of deals where you can <laughs> sneak in and go see all this weird stuff. Kevin, I'm telling you, I, I'm excited about going and, you know, hopefully something this year will scare me finally, you know.
0: And as we go to break, I will also say the Pronto Pups, those gigantic corn dogs are yes. also something that I always look forward to. Oh, uh, This is Deep South Donning on MPB Think Radio, a shortened show today as we anticipate uh, Donald Trump, the president of the United States, addressing the nation. We'll have NPR coverage of that. Let's take a break for now. Podcasts of your favorite MPB Think Radio programs are available now. With any podcast app, you can search, subscribe, and never miss a second of MPB Think Radio. Welcome back to Deep South Dining on MPB Think Radio. Kevin Farrell here with Deborah Hunter from Cooking with Honey and Friends. We're talking today about their favorite food at the state fair. We are anticipating President Donald Trump addressing the nation, and so we might have to abruptly leave the show because uh, we expect that speech to begin at any time. NPR will provide the coverage of it. Uh, so if we cut away, uh, we've enjoyed speaking with you this, uh, this morning. Uh, but as I said, we're waiting to see, uh, hear from uh, the president uh, uh, this morning. Uh, you know, I, the funny thing is I, I keep thinking of all the things, the different foods I've tried. Another one I like is the big turkey leg.
3: Oh, wow. But that
0: thing, you can gnaw on that. I mean, the the time I had that, I was carrying that around the entire time we were there. And, and I guess when we're talking healthy-ish.
2: <laughs> no, maybe, Kevin. Well, come
0: on now. <laughs> It's not fried, and it's turkey. So, uh,
2: yeah, yeah, it, tur- turkey is really one of my uh, favorite. And the, those gigantic turkey legs are absolutely delicious, Kevin. And I'm sure they've probably been slow roasted in a little bit of butter and you know seasoned really well. But it is one of those things that you know I can't wait to taste when I get home. Again, I don't eat when I'm there because. You know, it's really difficult. And, and I was having a really great memory in during the break. I went with one of my guy friends to fair many years ago. Hey, Kurt, if you're listening. And so we get on the boat, the pirate boat, and he had eaten cobs of food Kevin, before we got on. And it took the first swing up and everybody in the next few seats. Well, let's just say... <laughs> They were really mad with when they got off the ship.
0: <laughs> now, see that one. There was an accident on one of those uh, that I saw. So, like I said, I, I don't really like uh, roller coasters too much to begin with. At an established amusement park where it's there all the time and it's like permanently locked down to wherever it is, but I just do not trust the the transient nature of that stuff. And you know, it's it's mostly safe, but I, d- I don't particularly like it. And that would just add another element of a little bit of uncertainty to it so
2: yeah I guess it's the little kid in me that wants to jump off you know do you ever remember jumping off the table or the porch and you say catch me dad or mom you know it's that whole butterfly thing (laughs) I'm a little bit of a daredevil so you know it's a lot of fun
0: it's like catch me dad oh wait what Uh
2: (laughs) well I've had that happen a few times
0: (laughs) I do remember uh, this is way off track but the thing I remember is uh, getting on the high dive Uh, in the pool, and my dad treading water in the deep end so that he could catch me and we would uh, go back to the the side of the pool, though. So it's one of those things that, you know, uh, uh, parents are great and, and dads are great. That was something that he used to do. And, I'm, you know, as a kid, you don't think about it, but now looking back at that, that, that was pretty good to, you know, swim out in the middle of the deep end of the pool and wait until you know, I decided to jump off there and <laughs> and then actually get me safely back to the side of the pool as well. So
2: I, I think every CEO, corporate person, business-minded person should go to the fair. It's that whole thing of just really, Kevin, taking the risk. Even with the food, I had something one Year that i went there uh the candied pickles and they're all these oh, yeah, crazy beautiful mm-hmm. colors and flavors you know and so it's it's like you you learn to take these risks that you normally because as we get become an, adults we become so you know kind of cemented in certain kinds of ideas so being able to jump off stuff and fly and scream and let your hair down i just think it's amazing
3: now, the one food that y'all did not uh, uh, mention is the Krispy Kreme I burger. I to mention The that Krispy Kreme burger. Now, that's just, uh,
0: I don't even know how you come up with, with that thing. you my emotions
2: right now. Okay. But it, it, it's
0: a real thing, Krispy Kreme <laughs> okay. burger. Yeah, that's now that's another one that I, you know, when you first heard about it, you're like, Pff. A hamburger on a donut. But then if you, if you if try bite it
2: into it, it's like, oh, my God. But
0: again, I'll say that's one that you really need to share with somebody. But it is amazing that they'll they split the burger in half and it becomes the bun. And they put a hamburger between two pieces of a Krispy Kreme donut. And it, it was pretty good again, it was I don't think I could have eaten the whole thing, uh, but if you got someone there with you, uh, it's good to split it and enjoy that uh, the, the interesting thing of the the sweet and the savory there mixed together. We've got our buddy Timothy on the line from Louisiana. Good morning, Timothy.
2: Hey Timothy. Good morning,
0: y'all What kind of fair food do you like?
2: Man, you
5: couldn't pay me to eat it. I <laughs> to be a party where- I used to be a carny when I was a young man. Don't tell and I've seen me how they treat that oil and whatnot. I've seen oil too. I've seen oil go from Texas to California to <laughs>
2: Washington Couldn't pay me to eat it?
0: All right, Timothy.
2: Timothy, do you remember the ride in Louisiana called the Raging Cajun? Oh, I uh, got on the waterfront uh, at, at Pontchartrain Park. Yes. Ponce. Oh, my God. I you couldn't yeah. wait to get there, Kevin. It was a wood uh, roller coaster. Oh, yeah. And you heard every click. It was mm. just the Yeah. A, and uh, you yeah. get these goosebumps and coming down, you're screaming your head off. Absolutely. That's why Amen. I don't... Yeah. All
0: Yeah. right. All right. Well, thanks for the warning, Timothy. We will, uh, you know... <laughs> but uh, that's part of the fun, too, as you know. that Although this the health department does come out there, and that's one thing that you need to look for, the, is the health fair, uh, you know, the health department uh, rating. It's usually posted up there. So if you don't see an A or a B, I would th- say probably move on uh, to another one. Now, the other thing that I like is the um, elephant ears, and I like those opposed to the funnel cake. I like funnel cake, but to me... The funnel cake is is too dense sometimes. To me, the elephant ear is a little bit lighter uh, and not so doughy.
2: Okay, okay. Um, I think if I had to choose between the two, I'm kind of a funnel cake girl, uh, Kevin. But then, of course, you know, I make them at home, so I'm having a fair all the time. It's it's just really funny. But I do love um, the idea that you get this fresh, warm, yummy dough right there at the fair. And a lot of times you get to see them cook it while you're waiting. It's pretty cool.
0: How do you make a funnel cake at home?
2: Well, actually, Kevin, um, we have a recipe on the page at Cooking with Honey and Friends. But it's uh, you, you start with just a basic batter, and it's almost like a pancake batter. And then I have a funnel that I use. That's why it's called funnel cake, because mm-hmm. you're squeezing it out into this very hot oil, into a funnel. And the last funnel cakes that we really made, they were really pretty. We made rose-shaped funnel cakes, and they're wow. just absolutely Uh, Pretty to look at, and you can top them off with some fresh strawberries, or you know, shake them down with a little powdered sugar. Just absolutely amazing.
0: So this is Deep South Dining, and we're anticipating uh, President Trump addressing the nation any time here in the next few minutes. Uh, Running a little bit late, I think, but that's probably not unusual for any president. A busy schedule, and they want to make sure everything's worked out in advance. NPR will provide our coverage, uh, but in the meantime, we've been talking about things to enjoy at the State Fair. One that I again like to see being made, but uh, have not eaten a lot of is uh, the taffy.
2: Oh, yeah. Uh, the taffy is really pretty to watch. I don't really eat it because it, it's kind it's, of yes, tacky. But... <laughs> and so, yeah, I'm not trying to eat that. But. Well, you know,
0: and another the one in the lines of looks good, but it, to me would be a dental nightmare and that is a candy, candy
2: apple. Candy apple, yeah. But the kids love them. Dakota can't wait to get to the fair. Now hey baby, she wants cotton candy, she wants a candy apple and she wants a funnel cake, Kevin. So she's already made her list out and it's just really funny. And then you spend like a half a gazillion dollars to buy them this wrist and then the little kids are standing in line forever. I just, you know, I'm excited.
3: And here's one thing that always gets me too, not trying to uh I guess throw any shade, but uh <laughs> (laughs) Pins is always a staple at the fair, but It's local and it's, I mean, we're located right off Lakeland Drivers down, down the road, but people line up for pins like it's never around. (laughs) When when it's, I guess it's just something about being outside at the state fair and you get your pins, you know, your catfish there.
2: (laughs) I think they line up at pins like that even when the fair's not going on.
3: (laughs) No, they do. Um, That's (laughs) why. Yeah.
2: Uh, You know, there are a couple of places, pins and cock of the walk are just kind of two of those Mississippi staples that you just kind of gonna line up and you're gonna get your some greens and some fish and some chicken on the sticks and all that yummy stuff all at one place.
0: And I think, uh, it might start the fourth, I think is when the fair usually starts, which would be on Wednesday. Uh, but also I think in the, in the Clarence ledger, they usually, you know, have a little preview of the fair and then they, they sometimes list, because it seems like every year they do come up with some sort of crazier thing to the the new thing for the fair. Uh, and sometimes it catches on and sometimes it doesn't again. I think the, the deep fried stuff, uh, Was new a couple years ago, but it seems to be a staple uh, there now. You know, the one time, too, is um, I got where they, um, the homemade potato chips. And it was interesting because they had like a drill uh, where they spiralize the potato. But, boy, again, man, it it creates this huge pile. And that's one thing I've noticed uh, with the spiralizer. It's amazing when you do that how much actual volume of stuff you get. But I like those homemade potato chips. But, man, oh, man, that is a big, big pile Uh, uh, of fried uh, potatoes when they get done with it
2: and i just keep thinking you know kevin what am i going to do it's it's the fair food then it's thanksgiving food and then it's christmas food (laughs) and so you know i just feel like you know you should take me shopping because i'm going to need to buy a bigger dress size when this is all (laughs) over (laughs) with
3: but one of the good things about the fair too is I, i myself uh i try to stay close to the trademark because Mm -hmm. it's It's air-conditioned, and then they have those uh, restaurants right outside. Now, I go get a slice of pizza from... Oh, uh...
2: boo Java. (laughs) What
3: What do you mean, mean?
2: That's defeating the whole purpose. You've got all these fantastic booths with yummy stuff, and you've got these beautiful little kids running around. You know, you just...
3: They gotta go, I, I give me a slice of, I mean, I maybe I'm just, I'm, I'm, regu- I'm regular degular, I give me, a, give me a slice of pizza and I go look at the classic cars yeah, oh and, yeah. and that's just you know, that's just me
2: Not, <laughs> not regular smegular, are you?
0: <laughs> but I see that's interesting Java, we usually come in from the other end of the side, on the, uh, I guess more of the um,
2: State Street side Right,
0: and so uh-huh. we work our way, because again I do have to get my, my egg board picture and I love the the car show and the trademark as well, uh, and you know it's funny to me because there are a bunch of different things I like, and so you kind of have to decide. Well, what am I going to get today? Do I want to get a pronto pup? Do I want to get, you know, uh, chicken on a stick, that sort of thing? Because if I try to eat everything that I like, first of all, I would be way overly stuffed, and also my wallet would be quite underly stuffed. Because... I was about
2: to say, bring your Visa, your Mastercard, <laughs> you know, a title to something. I don't know. And
3: before we go to break, you can uh, you can never forget the the freshly squeezed lemonade. Oh yeah, uh, That's you good got stuff. to have your lemonade um, as. You walk around the state fair.
0: All right, uh, let's take another break. As again, we're anticipating President Trump's address to the nation. Uh, until then, though, we're talking about your favorite foods to eat at the state
1: fair. We'll be back with more after this. This is an MPB Think Radio podcast. To hear previous shows, visit MPBOnline.org or download the MPB Public Radio app to listen on your iPhone or Android phone on demand.
0: Welcome back to Deep South Dining on MPB Think Radio. Kevin Farrell here with Deborah Hunter from Cooking with Honey and Friends. We are anticipating Donald Trump's address to the nation. We will join that as soon as the president begins uh, his speech. In the meantime, we've been talking about... uh the uh, fun things to eat at the State Fair. What's your favorite fair food to eat when you go uh, to the Midway at the Mississippi State Fair? Or if you're not in the Jackson area, uh, there are other fairs throughout the uh, the state and uh, throughout the fall. So when you go to the fair, what's your favorite thing to eat? We've got on the line Marlou from Jackson. Good morning, Marlou. Good,
2: Good morning. Good morning. So I
4: just turned on your program a, mo- a moment ago. My favorite food at the State Fair is the smoked turkey leg.
0: Uh-huh, very good.
4: Oh, I just forward <laughs> to it. I'm so hungry. I haven't had breakfast. It sounds so wonderful. And also, about two or three years ago, I was introduced to um, a brand of milk I had not heard before, but now I really like it. It's called Prairie Farms.
5: Uh-huh. Now,
4: that's the, that's the uh, milk I buy every week. It's really, really good. And they gave me a carton a small carton of milk. That's how I got um, that's how I got a quantity to it and it it's really, really good. I'm so looking forward to the state fair. Do you know if Guy Hovis is gonna be there this year? Because
5: last year he was not.
0: Uh, I'm not sure. Again, although I think the the Clarion-Ledger usually does a pretty good uh, preview of the State Fair, so I would look for that maybe uh, in the next day or two, because I think it might start on Wednesday. The 4th, the for whatever reason, seems like uh, that's about the start date for it, and Java's giving me the thumbs up, so I think that's it. So thank you, Marlou. I, and too, and love those big turkey legs. It's something to gnaw on uh, the whole time you're out there on the Midway uh, enjoying. You know, the other thing, too, is you, uh, we go at lunchtime, so it's a lot of fun, a lot of good food. But then, to me, the State Fair attracts such a wide variety of people, and I'm always one that kind of loves to watch people and so if you're a people watcher just walking uh, up and down the midway it's amazing to see all the different the families that are there you know young and old everybody it's it's just a lot of fun and uh the other thing it's always interesting to know you never know exactly what the weather is going to be like sometimes it's you know you're sweating bullets but then sometimes uh, it's enough for a long sleeve shirt when it gets a little bit cooler this year uh looks like it might be in the more towards the the, the hotter end of the spectrum
2: Well, like you said, Kevin, you you never know. But it's really amazing to me. It's almost like an indicator because the week that the fair comes, the temperature, you know, just seems to naturally drop, which is always pretty amazing to me. I was like, how could it have just been 90 degrees last week and the fair shows up? (laughs) But I just think it's really amazing. And, you know, for me, a fair trip is, you know, waking up early in the morning and we usually leave by the time they're closing up because I don't want to miss anything. So.
0: So uh, let's see. We've talked about uh, the biscuits, which, again, those are really good, and they're, that's something that's free, uh, so you can always get that. Uh, we've talked about uh, funnel cakes and elephant ears and – uh, deep fried Twinkies and Oreos and Snickers bars. Uh, we've talked fried about fried ice uh,
2: cream. Th-
0: now, so I've uh, not seen that there. They've the-
2: got fried ice cream. Well, back. another
0: one, and it's a a, a chain that's uh, that's in the central Mississippi area. But Bops, they have that frozen custard. Yes. And to get one of the the turtle, which is the the frozen custard with the chocolate and the caramel and the peanuts, though that is really really good. Again, though, it's one of those things where. Yeah, I really have to decide. You, you, you know, I almost need like at least one or two trips to the fair. So it's like, all right, today I'm going to do this, this, and this, and then when I go back the next <laughs> time, so that you can check off all your favorites.
2: Well, after I pay four thousand dollars for one of those amp- arm bands, Kevin, I'm not leaving until they put me out. I'm sorry.
3: <laughs> now you know we have our <laughs> Mississippi State Fair, and we we do a we do it big, as they say. But nobody does it bigger than Texas, <laughs> and you know Texas. They I think they just have a feature where it's like what can we fry next mm-hmm. cuz i looked at this list and i think this for this year 2017 they're going to unveil deep fried chicken noodle soup on a stick <laughs> oh wow deep fried fruit loops um let's see fried texas sheet cake Hmm. Um, you got the Gulf Coast. I don't even know what this is. A Gulf Coast Fish Bowl and a Funnel Cake Bacon Queso Burger. So wow. think, so think the wow. Krispy Kreme, but instead of the Krispy Kreme, the the bun is a funnel cake.
0: Boy, you got the funnel cake bacon queso and a hamburger. That is crazy. Oh,
3: with nerds oh this is oh the Gulf Coast Fish Bowl is a alcohol. It's an alcoholic drink, but it had it has nerds in it, and it, it looks like. You drinking out of a fish bowl, like it's just—I don't even understand.
2: See, Kevin, they import all that stuff in Mississippi. We eat it, and then they talk about it. So I don't. I
0: <laughs> but yeah, I think you're right. I think uh, uh, my uh, niece and her husband live in Minnesota, and they also, I think, are well known for things on a stick. On my uh, my brother went there one year, and he has a shirt that has you know, all the different things that they put on a stick there. So those, that's thinking. And I think those bigger fairs, I think they, they're sort of the testing ground. And so uh, Java read some things that are at the this Texas State Fair this year. I imagine that we might see some of those in Mississippi here this year, or if not this year, certainly next year, when they kind of decide which one of the, the tasty ones are. How do you deep fry a bowl of soup, though? Uh, you know, and-
2: I don't even want to know, Kevin.
0: <laughs> so uh, are we going to the so president? Yeah, all right. So that's it for now. Shock. Here's President Trump.